Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most, brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. Every single one of us has a life story. And within those stories are exceptional moments. Most people live fairly average lives with little blips of wonder or tragedy popping up at random. Most of us have a wild story or two, but have you ever met someone with stories that just seem too big to be true? These people exist around us, and a lot of the time, no one takes them too seriously. Of course, that can change in an instant when that person disappears. My name is Brienne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the mysterious 1760s disappearance of Owen Parfit, a man with larger-than-life stories that baffled his town when he vanished without a trace. It is widely accepted that in his youth, Owen lived quite an interesting life. Of course, that's only true if you believed his tales. Owen loved to share his stories with anyone who would listen. He told tales of his time spent as a pirate navigating the seas and stealing riches. He shared stories about his battles, the fights he found himself in, and the women that he found his way to when the fighting was done. If you listen to him, his stories sounded ridiculous and pretty unbelievable. So it isn't a surprise that not everyone believed these stories. At least, not initially. A lot of people thought he was just an old man lying about his past. But eventually, people had to admit that his story really was something else something that would eventually be considered unexplained. You might not think that there's anything too exceptional about this man disappearing. It was the 1700s in England, right? Someone disappearing can't be that weird. At least that's how I'd look at it. Honestly, back before we had all the technology that we do now, Sometimes I read older stories and I just can't help but focus on how easy it would have been to just disappear. Like, back then you could just vanish in the night and start a new life with a new name in a different city. 
So maybe you're thinking that's what happened. Maybe you think, okay, so this guy went missing. What's the big deal? Well, there was something pretty interesting about this great disappearing act. Owen Parfit was paralyzed. On the day that he disappeared, Owen was looking to get some fresh air. And at this point in time, his options were fairly limited. But he did have the option to sit out on the front porch in his beloved chair. It might not be as exciting as his time spent aboard a ship, but it was a little bit of nature and a ton of fresh air on a nice day. Owen, who lived with his sister, asked to be moved outside. A neighbor helped and they got him set up so he could enjoy that fresh air, and that was good for a while. But eventually, nature did what nature does, and it took a turn. A storm was blowing in, and Owen's beloved and caring sister went to, quite sensibly, bring him back inside. This is a perfectly appropriate decision for a caregiver to make. But things got messy when she walked out and found Owen's chair empty. Somehow, he was gone. Obviously, Owen's sister was not operating under the impression that he left himself, right? Being almost entirely immobile, he could not have left the area. It was physically impossible. This is an obvious and accepted fact. So, being a person of reason, Owen's sister assumed that someone had moved him. She began to ask around, starting with neighbors and a group of men who were working nearby at the farm. Men who could have seen Owen where he was. But no one saw anything. No one knew where Owen was or had anything to share. When asked, no one could admit to moving him. A search began, but there was nothing to find. No one saw anything. There was no evidence. And there was no sign of Owen anywhere. He just up and disappeared without a trace. I feel confident that if this happened today, it would be treated very differently. It would be handled differently. The coverage would be different. I think that there would be a huge media focus and probably a notable police presence, right? But in the 1700s, those weren't the responses. They asked around and they learned nothing. But the response of the town might surprise you. Obviously, Owen's disappearance was a tragedy. But it wasn't just treated like a tragedy. Instead, Owen became a huge part of the local lore. 
And suddenly, people were very interested in all of those ridiculous old tales. Obviously, it would be very easy to assume that someone just snatched up a vulnerable person and made them disappear, but those aren't the stories that Owen got. Maybe his family thought someone abducted him, you know, like a normal disappearance. But the town had some other ideas. All those old stories were now very interesting, and they became the fuel for theories surrounding his disappearance. Owen was in his 60s. He was almost entirely paralyzed. And when he disappeared, the stories were wild. Driven by an interest in his famed past as a pirate, people began to suspect that this might be why Owen disappeared. One of the main theories surrounding his disappearance is that he was actually abducted by enemy pirates and taken away so he could show them where his treasure was buried. And I have to say that I love this theory so much because it is hilarious to imagine. I mean, obviously, you know I like pirates, but... This was a man in his 60s, right? And what? Pirates just snuck up through a town, snatched him off his porch, and took him back out to sea? If that is what happened, I think we can all agree that it would make an absolutely amazing movie, especially if it was lighthearted and fun. I love the idea that the wild young man that grew into a quiet life might have gotten to go on one final adventure. Even if it means that someone kind of stole all of his treasure at the end of his life. Maybe, just maybe, he agreed to help them in exchange for one final time out at sea. I think if nothing else, it is certainly fun to consider. Of course, this wasn't the only theory that came up, but the other prominent theory was not very kind. Apparently, some people believe that old man Owen finally got what was coming to him. After a lifetime of boozing, pirating, and sleeping with women, Some people suspected that time finally came for Owen, and that rather than dying in peace like a God-fearing man, he was, and I love this so much, they believed that he was personally snatched up and dragged down to hell by the devil. And all I have to say to that is, what a flex. Imagine being such a problem that the devil himself shows up when you're in your 60s and just chilling on your porch. If that is what happened, I think we can all agree that those neighbors better take Owen's stories a lot more seriously because, clearly, his old glory stories were every bit as disastrous and inappropriate as he said they were. Obviously, we can go with a story that someone saw the opportunity to grab a vulnerable man and ran with it, but 
I think the lore is a lot more interesting, and regardless of what happened, I think it fits Owen's vibe a lot more. The fact that he disappeared without anyone seeing or hearing anything certainly makes this mysterious disappearance something to marvel at. Owen was never found, and we will never know what happened to him. But I love that after people scoffed at all of his old stories, he ended up being one of the biggest stories that the area would ever know. Whatever happened, I just hope it was something awesome and worthy of his tale. So, if you want to discuss the wildest stories from your life, the wildest stories you've ever heard from someone you know that you secretly did not believe, or the absolute joy of a story following an elderly man being abducted by the new generation of pirates, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another hundred meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com.